Hey, hey, Cassandra, we're uh, we're about to record. You should sit down. Norman. Get... Yes. What do your elf eyes see? Uh, um, our our mics. No, no, you're supposed to say they're taking the podcast to Isengard. We, we've 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 been there all, several times yeah, but already. No, like for reals this time. <laughs> what do you what do you what do you mean for reals this time? Well, you know the trees and the orcs and the 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 wizard and we're we're taking the podcast. To Isengard. Will there be stupid fat hobbits? Yes. Okay, I'm in. Oh, okay. That was easy. <laughs> I was. I had this whole sales pitch that, you know, there's potatoes. and You, you know, gotta boil them, <laughs> mash them, <laughs> stick them in a stew. There, there were also gonna be, you know, some crunchable horses. Um. We're back! <laughs> with season two. Our yes. continuing coverage of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. This time we're talking about Two Towers. Join us on Dueling Genre every Monday through Friday to talk about Lord of the Rings one minute at a time. We're from Lord of the Rings Minute. Leave now and And never come back. No, please come back. (laughs) Dueling Genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Chasing Amy, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 68, quite possibly the greatest public enemy minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And things are going to get wacky this minute. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was going to say, yeah, boy, but I didn't think I could do it good enough, so I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that? That was it? That was your, yeah, boy! There you go, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you almost need to in this minute with this of oh, this character we got coming up, but we'll, we'll get through. <laughs> Let's get through the, the Jason Lee and the. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to we'll do our little preempt little preamble here. He's got. Um, I love Jason Lee starting off the minute with "Well, asshole." <laughs> it is the perfect Jason Lee tambour to just be like smacking him down. Yeah, and you feel like he's gonna give a punchline, and the punchline is. <laughs> yeah, he re- he, happ- he happened to run in a Coe London hate the name Coey, by the way. Is, that's his name, Coey, huh? Coey. C-O-H-E-E. I know no one named Coey ever yeah, in my life. Yeah, I don't know a Coey. And then he's just, I love when he gets wistful about it, like a fake wistful for a second. He's like, oh, God, it's been years since I've seen him. It's just like, it's all part of him leading up to being like, I'm going to smack this bastard down. <laughs> he says, I ran into him at the stores. What does that mean? RST video and the, and the quick stop? Yeah, the stores. The he's stores, talking to, huh? Yeah, we're going to get a little quick stop return here. <laughs> is that Dante Station Wagon behind him or no? I don't think so. Point. I think if, if they want us to think Dante, I mean, maybe they put something out there to make you kind of think Dante's there. Yeah. But, like, it, this would have been the perfect opportunity if he really wanted to drop Dante in it. For him to pop out the... Yeah. He could have popped out and been like, stop standing in front of the fucking store. <laughs> it, it doesn't look like his station wagon, by the way. Yeah. It looks like an old Volvo or something. Yeah. He's like, great conversation. Hey, I, I mentioned you were dating Alyssa. How fast in that conversation do you think Becky brought that up? <laughs> oh, the second he came out. <laughs> so, I mean, put yourself in that situation. Like, you're these guys' age. You run into a high school friend. Yeah, you probably haven't seen him in a year or two. And, like, you could just bullshit with the guy for five or ten minutes. But you happen to know your best friend is dating someone who went to that kid's school. Like, and you think that person's a little shady. Like, they're lying about some shit. Like, how yeah. quickly do you work that into the conversation? Like... <laughs> Hey, by the way, do you know Holden is dating Alyssa Jones? <laughs> hey, remember Alyssa Jones? 
Yeah, she's not banging. What's his face? Now, I would like to know what scale or what level Banky was surprised when the story we're about to hear gets told. Because he's assuming, as Holden is, that she's been a lesbian this whole right. time. She's a lesbian. Also, I'm sure he jumped for joy when he heard this freaking conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, it's a win-win for you. Because if it's true, this is going to blow this all up. If yeah. it's a complete lie... It's going to be like, why would this guy even make this story up? It's insane. Yeah, it is a crazy story. And right. why does we'll get to the story. But like, if the story was like, yeah, this one time I banged her, you're just like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, no, right. you didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's a. It's not just a regular story. <laughs> yeah, it's not that. It's the, it's not that the guy has a story about like every guy in high school. Especially here's where things get dangerous. It's after high school when you're not going to see these people anymore. Where people start making up bullshit stories about stuff that happened in high school. Yeah, you don't like yeah to. you. May, Hey, do you remember that girl that we all barely knew? Yeah, I I banged her. Did you? Because like you never talked to her. <laughs> <laughs> we did it sneaky. Yeah, it's just like it was it was so on the down low, literally no one knew about it. Right. So <laughs> the guy that plays Coey London is John William. Um, you know him. He's a master thespian. I think he's had a few Academy Award nominations. Oh wow. <laughs> Actually he's Ke- he's Kevin's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> he has appeared in such films as Chasing Amy. Jane Silent Bob Strike Back as Passerby, Jersey Girl as Townie, 100 Acres of Hell as Older Inbred Man, and then he's in Jane Silent Bob Reboot as John William. Really? <laughs> I must admit, I missed him, but there's about 9,000 cameos in that movie, so... Yeah, I didn't see him in that one. He also showed up on two episodes of Comic Book Men as Cousin Johnny. <laughs> really? I watched a lot of that. I don't remember that either. Yeah, but would you have known if a guy came in called Cousin Johnny? He's not going to look like this anymore. Right. Unless he's doing like this spiel. No, probably not. Yeah. Which, if was it like, what do you think his direction was for this movie? Just like, just act like the fucking Jersey surest, douchiest guy you can here. We're going to give you this ugly ass, orange, Marty McFly looking sweater or uh, vest. I was going Luke Skywalker, but yeah, it's Marty McFly. You're right. Yeah. And just like, just act like. You spent most of your life hanging out with nothing but people from Long Island, and you like s- you said, the word that popped into my head, douchey. He's very yeah. douchey. In this. Yeah. <laughs> this is when people think of horrific people from this state. This is who they're thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he says, "What is is it? You know what I'm saying?" He must say, "You know what I'm saying?" Like five times. And La- like this he's, is he's loud. He's obnoxious. Yeah, and he's and he's yelling the story at you, and he got the big hand movements, and you're just like, "Oh my god." This- <laughs> You know what he said? You know Even from right in the beginning, Alyssa Jones? Shit, I know her. <laughs> and right there, you're like, oh boy, I'm in Here for a story. Go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> now, granted, he's not going to care because this is the story that he desperately wants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he loves this. I'm sure he pumped him for information. I mean, there's nothing like that of just being, of having a huge thing that your friend's not supposed to know you know about. And just yeah. be like, oh, this is going to be so much fun. <laughs> I can't wait to tell this one. He says, Alyssa Jones, shit, I know Alyssa Jones. I mean, I know Alyssa Jones. <laughs> and then we get another call out to our old buddy, Rick Darris. <laughs> Me and does Rick he, Darris used to hang out at our house after school. Yeah, he does say Rick Darris. I didn't even realize he said Rick Darris when I watched it the last Oh, yeah, Rick Darris. This is the, the third movie in a row where our old friend Rick Darris shows up. <laughs> <laughs> so Rick Darris, for those of you who don't remember, was in Clerks. He shows up at the end. He's the one that works at the gym who accuses yeah. Dante of being uh, out of shape. And winds up leaving with, isn't it one of Alyssa's? It's Heather sister? Jones. Yeah. So he leaves with Heather Jones to go bang her. <laughs> right. And then in Mallrats, he's referenced 
because he banged the third Jones sister. Oh, no, we didn't. I'm sorry. That's um, he banged the other Joey Lauren Adams. <laughs> oh, he didn't he, bang Trish today. He, he banged Gwen. Now yeah. he also probably banged Trish because she was having sex with everybody in the school. True, but yeah, he he had sex with Gwen while they were dressed like um, Smokey and the Bandit. Oh right, yeah. Her mustache remember, off. remember, she looked just like the bandit, <laughs> except for the mustache. So yeah, except for the mustache. So yeah, so he he got at least two of the three Jones sisters. Now, if he slept with Trisha Jones, he may be in jail right now because she would have been fifteen. But, but it was for a book, so I think it was okay. Oh, is that how that works? I, I don't I know. Mean, apparently, in that movie, it did. Well, the one guy went to jail, so yeah, it's true. <laughs> so the story tells us. If so, we know Rick Darius is. From what we've been able to tell, he is willing to have sex with anyone, anywhere, at any time. Yeah. So they were hanging around her house after school. Okay. So we're led to believe now she is 16, 17, then 18, maybe. Maybe. Because when somebody says they're hanging around a house after school, I don't think 18. <laughs> that means she still lives with her parents, and the parents haven't come home from work yet. That's that's yeah. like to me. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, one day, Rick just whips it out and starts rubbing it on her leg and shit. <laughs> um. Listen, I know Rick is seems to be like a real hound, but like, that's your move. <laughs> um, what? That doesn't work. I thought that would work. Like, is she just laying on the couch and you're just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna rub my dick up against her leg and see how that goes. <laughs> I, I, was, I was gonna try that after this podcast when I go to bed tonight. See if that works. Well, hopefully your wife's in there. Otherwise, it's gonna be very awkward for whoever's there. <laughs> hopefully, you don't have company over. <laughs> it's the cat. It was the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I always knew you were a real puss hound. But um, bum. Yeah, so she, <laughs> so he's like, starts. Uh, I was dying, but you know what that crazy bitch did? She drops to her knees and she just starts sucking him off. So if you're Koei in this situation, are you just like, well, should I just go? Or <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go now. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, spoiler alert for everybody, that's not what happened. No. So Rick, right in the middle of it, turns to me and says, "Koei," just like that. My favorite line from the whole minute, "Koei." So I'm like, yo, I'll give it a shot. And I start pulling her pants down because he, she does it real slow because she's afraid any minute she's going to turn and punch him in the face. Right. But yo, check this shit, man. She's all into it. She doesn't try to stop me or nothing. She's all wet and shit. And I just start going to work. And that's about where it cuts out. I think he gets another know what I'm saying in. <laughs> no, I'm saying. <laughs> she fucking drops to her knees. I'm trying to. I'm trying. I think that's how far he gets in the minute. I don't think it's much further than that. Um. I recited most of it because if I said it the way he does, everyone would tune out from the podcast. <laughs> Come on, you can't say it the way he does. <laughs> but it's problem you you almost need to hear it the way he says it because it's just yeah. like oh you're sitting there the whole time like you're getting all the information you need, but the whole time you're like this fucking guy like yeah. oh my god. I'm not gonna say the guy's a great actor, but he does well at making me feel like this fucking guy's an asshole. <laughs> he may not be a great actor, but he's a great person from New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, he represents the state well. Sorry. Like, if I, if I ran into this guy at the Quick Stop or the Wawa tomorrow, I'd be like, yeah, I get it. Oh, God. I've, I, I avoid this guy. I, I know this guy, and he comes yeah. over to you while you're trying to get your coffee before you go to work in the morning, and you're like, oh, fuck, here he comes. You it's know like, what I mean? Um, always look for this guy on Monday mornings after a football game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you fucking believe what happened last night? This motherfucker! And you're just like, listen. Even if you go, I don't, wa- I don't, I don't watch sports. Doesn't matter. That's a minor inconvenience. They just roll over you. <laughs> well, let me tell you what happened, even though you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, the best part of the story is because even as you're watching it, you're sitting there going, like, listen, I know that they were in high school ten years ago, but I can't imagine any world in which this guy has sex with Joey Lauren Adams. <laughs> no, no, and I mean, 
It, it doesn't even sound like she was dating Rick. Now it'll get addressed. Yeah. That, oh no, it just sounded like she's the way he's describing it is just like, um, how Dante he went for the hail mary, so did Rick Darris. Right, we were hanging out, and this is what happened. Yeah, his hail mary instead of a declaration of love was to whip out his dong. Be <laughs> like, Let's check it out. Rub it on her leg. I mean, go big or go home, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently everything works for Rick Darris. Oh, uh, Rick Darris. That's the story. That's the untold story you knew. Yeah. You need to know. You'd like, I need the Rick Darris story. Like, what's going on with that guy? <laughs> I'm going to see if there's some fan fiction for Rick Darris. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I please. I beg you to look that up right now. <laughs> um, like, I'm afraid. Uh, th- oh, no. Go ahead. <laughs> Are we going to wait? All right. Everybody wait. Go get a drink. Everybody wait. Everybody go get a drink. I want to hear the, <laughs> the dramatic retelling of the Rick Darris story. <laughs> I can't say how you spell fan fiction. Um, that's the part you couldn't you couldn't spell. <laughs> I got Rick Darris. Well, it's in the the thing I read. It was spelled. How do you how do you spell? Do you spell D E R R I S? Because on here it's spelled D A R R I S. Oh no! I guess. Well, I'm sure it'll find it. No, I don't see yeah. any. Listen, I'm sure it exists. Oh wait, the name's oh. Rick Darris, great seducer of other guys' girlfriends. I also work as a personal trainer and own my own line of buses. <laughs> 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 it's long. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but yeah, there is some. There's definitely some uh, fan fiction here. It's called <laughs> it's called dropping an N because it's louder than a bomb. That's what that's what the the by Holden McNeil and Banky Edwards. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's as far as I'm going. Oh come on! You don't want to you don't want to take a deep dive onto that? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think it, this isn't a story time with Chris either. I don't have enough. I don't have any drinks. So so. <laughs> So far, we know. Oh, actually, we do know someone else. Uh, Rick Darris had sex with because he had sex with Caitlin too. Oh, right! Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> so he's now, as far as we know, he's appeared in. Well, he hasn't appeared in. He's been mentioned in three movies. Yeah, he's had sex with four women <laughs> in those three <laughs> I'm, movies. I'm friends with him on Facebook, just so you know. <laughs> oh, you're friends with Ernie O'Donnell, yeah. who's in this movie, but not as Rick Darris. Not as Rick Darris. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. What would you say? What's his What's his best conquest of the four? If you had to go with his top four that we know about. So we know of Heather Jones, Caitlin Bray, Gwen, and Alyssa. Well, Heather Jones, I'm telling you, was about 15 in Clerks. I think so she I'm, was just short. I don't know. Because she was college. Kevin's age. She was 22. <laughs> if you go on Pornhub, I don't click the things that say teen on it either. So I'm not going for that <laughs> one at all. <laughs> um. I, I mean, I would go with Alyssa, but it, it, from this story, I don't think I, I, I'm afraid I might catch something. I got to be honest. I, my, my my list is, which is weird because Joey Lauren Adams is on this list twice. Yeah, yeah. Gwen's number one. Yeah, I'd have to say Gwen, too. Because she's like the cooler version. Yeah. And then the part two of her is number two. And then I guess Caitlin and then uh, Heather. Heather just seems like very like, eh. I mean, she's certainly DTF when he's just like, hey, uh, you want to get out of here? And she's like, yep. Oh yeah, let's go to let's go to the beach. There was no that she didn't pause for a second. She was gone. But I mean, yeah, that's just that's that type of person. And that was like she got picked up at like nine thirty at night at a convenience store. <laughs> like that says something about you, I think. That's romantic. <laughs> Nothing says romance like you just saw the guy get fined for selling <laughs> cigarettes to a kid, and you're like, oh my god, I'm so horny. <laughs> so I'm the gonna- song blasting in the background is Public Enemies can't do nothing for you man you can hear flavor flave over this guy talking even and that's pretty bad listen i can hear flavor flave all the time talking true 
<laughs> it, it's off the album Fear of a Black Planet, which the, the album cover is awesome. It's, it looks like a Death Star on the front, but it's like a guy in um in the scope, you know, in the crosshairs on the, on a black planet. It's funny. I did like I did enjoy Public Enemy. Yeah. So if you go by the um the normal timeline, if we weren't assholes and watched the extended version of Mallrats, <laughs> this would have been the first time you saw the Quick Stop in color. Oh yeah. Because that scene, I think you drive past it in Mallrats. Right. But that's only in the extended cut. No, you're right. It was only. So this would have been like a big reveal. Like, oh my god, it's Quick Stop. Well, they should have. They should have had the extended cut anyway because it was so much better than the regular cuts. So. Oh my god, you're gonna get murdered in the quicker stop. <laughs> that was just to piss Doug Greenberg off. That's all I was for. <laughs> Listen, when he finds all the bullets for his gun, you're gonna be in trouble. <laughs> He's never gonna find them. <laughs> They're in the couch cushions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he's just this guy is yeah like if this guy was giving me this speech i'd be like listen i need you to take it down like 30 <laughs> percent. just tell me what happened i don't need the arm movements there fucking you know paulie d settle down see banky's so excited about it right now he's probably jumping up and down as the guy saying it to him anyway yeah like not that the story is like i mean like, the story is a little outlandish if you're not expecting it but like it just would be It'd be one thing if you. We all have that. Like maybe you got a friend or a friend of a friend who's like that. Just total. Just they're a hound, man, and they just they're banging left and right, and they're the one that always has the crazy ass story about how they had a threesome that turned into a foursome, and then you know they sleep with this guy's wife, and like they had to escape out the window. But like, okay, you expect that story from them. Imagine getting that story from like just one of your regular chucklehead friends. Yeah, not this guy. You don't expect yeah. it from this guy. You know, the guy who over the course of his life in high school had like maybe like one girlfriend or two. Right. And all of a sudden he's telling you a story about how he's like, oh, yeah, this other friend of mine starts getting a blowjob. And then I start banging this girl from behind. You're like, get the fuck out of here. Well, like, there's no way that happened. And not like, oh, this is some troll who couldn't do any better. Right. It's no. <laughs> like, well, yeah, she's Joey Lauren Adams. So she can do better than you. The reason that this guy is telling the story the way he is is because it's the best thing that's ever happened to him in his entire life. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is the story. It is the go-to story for him. <laughs> this is the story he tells on his deathbed at the end of his <laughs> life. That's what this is. He's, yeah, this is – anytime he runs into somebody from uh, from that, that tri-state area at all, he's like, within five minutes, the story's coming out. <laughs> Please. He probably has told everyone he's ever come in contact with this story. <laughs> like, yeah, we all know that story. I'm going to tell it again. <laughs> Every time he gets three drinks in him, he tells the story. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I got that story, and then I got that time when I almost played for the Harlem Globetrotters. It's like, all right, well, <laughs> tell me the story. Tell me about the story about when you banged that chick, because the Harlem Globetrotters thing sounds like bullshit. Well, the Harlem Globetrotters was just he got called down to the middle and threw the ball in one time, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that happened to me, so that's what I tell people. <laughs> I almost got picked for the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> if it wasn't for my complete and utter lack of talent and the fact I was five. <laughs> <laughs> Those were my only things going against me. That's it. That's it. I will. I will tell you this: if you try to watch this this minute isolated, it is tough. Not it's tough to concentrate on him or the music. You have to do one or the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. With Flavor Flav screaming, sometimes it's, it even overpowers him. Sometimes it even overpowers Brigitte Nielsen. <laughs> it did. It definitely did. <laughs> uh, if you're in the quicker stop, go ahead and uh, if you watch Flavor of Love, you could admit it. It's a safe space. <laughs> that's they had a bunch of that was the, the era of those type of reality shows that were like weird like dating a celebrity yeah. type shows i didn't watch flavor of love but i did watch the one where they met each other i forget what the hell it was called now 
where him and Brigitte Nelson, they were like living in the same, it was like celebrity, I don't know, friggin' housing or yeah. some shit. <laughs> well, the problem was they would have like one of those and then they'd spin off from that. That's and then they'd that spin was. off from the spin off. So like people that were like girls who showed up on like the Flavor of Love show had like their own shows. Yeah. It was like some sort of weird Hydra. <laughs> It was, couldn't be killed. It was because MTV was just pumping shit out constantly. It's funny. You know what I think knocked all those kind of shows out? The Kardashians. Oh, yeah. Because then they showed up and they're like, what the fuck are we doing all this game show bullshit for? <laughs> Maybe all we should we be do thanking is, them then. Just follow around these rich whores. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep the camera on their big asses. We'll freaking get money. Yeah, that was, that was my most Bill Burr moment right there. I'm just like... <laughs> All right. I don't think I have anything else for this minute, and I don't feel like I can talk about Coey London anymore without having to punch him in the face. So Yeah, and, and I think we got more next minute. So Oh, God. Please, <laughs> feel free to do a, uh, a plug if you want. <laughs> we are the, the, what are we? We're the Jane Silent Bob. Oh, minute. good Lord. <laughs> no drinks. <laughs> We're on doinggenre.com. Uh, check out the other podcasts on Doing Genre, like Rocky Minute, Back to the Future Minute. I think uh, Coronetto Minute's back, right? Third season of Coronetto Minute's back? Yeah. So what movie are they doing? They are doing, I don't know what movie they're doing. What are they doing? They're doing, <laughs> I can't think what that movie is called. Come on. Oh, show, they just did Shaun of the Dead. I don't know what the third movie is. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, please, please go ahead. I want to hear you. <laughs> are you going to make me look it up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut all this out anyway. So <laughs> No, you're not. It's it, They did the first one, Shaun of the Dead. Then Shaun they did the Hot Fuzz. And then they did. Yeah, I don't know that third one. <laughs> <laughs> It's not Paul. That's not the one. Oh, my God. What's the third one? No, no, no. Please. Please. Uh, That's it. You got anything else, Jeff? (laughs) (laughs) I do not have anything else. I think we all have to admit that was not a shared moment. You can't think of the name of that fucking movie, can you? Know, you? Every time they fucking post, I like it because I, I do like that movie, but I really can't think of the name of it. Now, now I can't think of it either, you fucking asshole, because I did know it. Now I can't goddamn good, remember. Good. I'm putting that in there, too. Yeah, go, go ahead. I don't care. <laughs>